Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. This episode is for those people that think the holiday season needs a few ideas of fun things to do. If you need something for those bored kids to do over the winter break, here are a few ideas. First one we have is bake Christmas treats. This is a huge one in our house. We bake cookies, like 10 different varieties of cookies every single year and pass them out to everyone we know. If I'm going to gain weight over Christmas, so is everyone else. (laughs) That's my theory. And the kids have, they've helped with this probably for a little bit too long. I could have saved myself a little bit of stress early on with the sugar cookie decorating. Now, I feel sugar cookies are not worth eating unless they have a large amount of decoration on them. They're too plain. Totally agree. Completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the kids definitely felt the same way. And I'm no artist. Like, I'm not that person with the little bag of, of, what's that stuff called? It's not frosting. It's something else. Icing. 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 Yes, icing. Mom would be so embarrassed. But anyway... (laughs) With the bag of frosting, making the perfect little stripes or whatever on their candy cane. No, that's not me. I used a butter knife with some really thick frosting. And I used a butter knife of white and a butter knife of red. And just scraped on some in in a candy cane-ish fashion. Lauren's cookies are the bomb. They are so good. Because I agree with her about the level of frosting. The cookies should be thin, (laughs) but the frosting should be thick. Exactly. It's, it should be it's mostly vehicle. I mean, if you want to, you could make a little sandwich out of them, but that's that's your deal. That's too I'm not much, doing that. <laughs> it's too much cookie to go with my frosting. The the cookie is a vehicle for the frosting, and the frosting does have to be. I mean, yeah. it, it can't it be does. you know just sugar and whatever. It, it's got to be vanilla. special. I, it should have yes. Personally, I like the citrus frostings, but that's just me. Oh, that sounds amazing. It is pretty good. If you're looking for more mess after you're finished with your cookies, (laughs) try some DIY crafts. (laughs) Yes, good times. YouTube is full of simple crafts that you can tailor to your own kids' ages, uh, or you can get one of the kits that are available in most places. (laughs) I noticed that Aldi had, had gingerbread kits. Uh, gingerbread house kits the other day and if you wait a little closer to the holidays all that stuff will go on clearance too so it's just in time to put it you know put it to use during winter break that's usually when we end up doing our gingerbread houses Uh, quick aside about that we had friends over last year we had done our gingerbread houses and we have a, a closed sun porch <laughs> we had stuck them out there because our, we had friends coming over and 
the dog was just being obnoxious. So I put her out on the porch for a little while. <laughs> we went back out there later and I'm I'm mad at my kids because I thought they ate an entire gingerbread house. No, nope, it was the dog. Anyway, so oh, no. guard your gingerbread houses from the dog, but or you know, whatever tasty crafts you might make, because if your dog is anything like our dog, they are conniving. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, not really. <laughs> you put her in there with a thing of food at eye level. What was she supposed I to did. think? Not she thought eat it was it. for her. <laughs> she wasn't supposed to eat it. She enjoyed it greatly. It was delicious. Anyway. So our next right one on. involves Christmas movies. When so we've talked about this a little bit before. Our family does movie night theoretically every other week, although lately we haven't we haven't been doing movie night for some reason. I can't remember why. But anyway, we're gonna get back to it and start and in the December, like late November months, we watch Christmas movies. So we just go on, you know, whatever streaming service and pick out movies that we think are appropriate and watch those with the kids. So we do the same thing that we always do. We just Christmas it up to get in the spirit of the holidays. Mm. I figure this is something that you can do too. Like maybe after you finish doing the homemade cookies and the DIY crafts while you're cleaning up and recovering your sanity, you can send them off to watch a Christmas movie. <laughs> Bada bing. Brilliant. <laughs> As our larger family, uh, we almost always watch It's a Wonderful Life or Christmas Carol or, or some like classic every year. And it's one of my favorite things. I, I love sitting down with everybody and just watching a movie I've seen probably 50 times in my life. I, I just, I don't know. It's It's such a nostalgia for me to yeah me too watch them again because <laughs> why wouldn't you watch it the same movie you've seen a hundred times again i don't know we do yeah i mean uh, christmas movies are just they're timeless i guess I, it depends on the kind of person you are and the kind of movie that you like but it's not like you're watching them every month 12 months have passed <laughs> since you watched that movie maybe you've forgotten some parts of it <laughs> You haven't. <laughs> Probably not. But, you know, you can watch it again. I, I think we've watched those movies enough times that we could almost certainly recite the entire thing. And yeah, that's definitely true. for it. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, another idea, and one that my family is going to do this year, uh, is visit a winter wonderland. Uh, you can... Usually in most areas, within, I would say, 45 minutes to an hour drive, there's some winter light display. Sometimes oh, yeah. a town will put those on or, you know, everybody in a, a certain village will decorate their house. Or, as is the case around me, one of our local, we have a local racetrack. And we've never done this. this I, I don't think they, this place has been doing it very long they decorate it as a winter village and it's a drive-through display i'm so excited i cannot wait <laughs> we're gonna make popcorn and hot cocoa and we're gonna drive through and it's just gonna be so much fun i can't wait but most areas 
have something like this with not too far of a driving distance. So find something like that and just make an evening of it. And if if you do, if your area doesn't have one, that's okay too. Lots of people put on put lights on their house. Just drive around and look at Christmas lights. It's such yeah. a fun time, especially for little kids to get to see to well to go out after dark. That was always such an exciting thing for my kids, my big kids when they were little, is to just drive around in the dark. And so just go out and enjoy each other. They everybody's trapped in the car together, so you you can't help have good family time. I feel like. <laughs> uh huh. I feel we definitely go out and seek out the neighborhoods that really dress up their homes and drive slowly around. And what's so funny is. I've always thought, well, people are going to think that we're casing the place to burglarize or something because we're driving slowly <laughs> down their street. But there's so many people that do this. Like, there, you can spot the other people that are out there with their kids <laughs> driving slowly down some neighborhood street to look at people's lights. And yep. it's, it is such a pleasure. And these people didn't put up all those lights for nothing. They want you to enjoy <laughs> them. So, yeah, we've always enjoyed doing that. One other place that you can go is if you live close to a theme park, a lot of them dress up their park for Christmas. They'll have Santa come out if you make it there during the day, but they also put lights on all of their rides and they make it um, the one that's right around here makes it like dresses it up like the North Pole. So it's it's really special. And because it's winter, the tickets are cheaper because, <laughs> you know, people don't want to go out and spend a whole bunch of time in 20 degree theme park. But that makes sense. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Something we do every year, too, is we read Christmas stories. We have the early Christmas box that we talked about in another episode that we keep our Christmas books in. So I don't keep the Christmas books out all year. Our books really go through a lot in their lives. So I like to keep the Christmas books separate, keep give them a chance, you know, to survive to the <laughs> following year. And we read a Christmas Carol aloud every year. And every year with that book, the kids understand more of it because I, I mean, I don't know how many people here have read Dickens, but it's not exactly a easy reading, you know, kind of book, but a Christmas Carol is probably his easiest to read. It's not very long and the kids really enjoy it. And it has a lot of little lessons in it. <laughs> That are nice. Yep. And uh, in addition to that, if you have other Christmas books to read together, we have a couple that my mother-in-law gave us when my big kids were little. They're pop-out books. And to this day, even my big kids still want me to read these books to them. We have one that's 12 Days of Christmas, and then the other one is was The Night Before Christmas. And it, they... The, the illustrations it, it's not even like a regular pop-out book they're like adult pop-out books they um 
the pop-outs come way out of the book and they're the shapes are all bent or the, 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 the paper's all bent in such a way that it all folds back in just beautifully and they're they're really works of art they're gorgeous books and so we always read those every year and and if you have other christmas books i i would definitely like lauren just said i would recommend putting them away so that they stay fresh and not just intact but they're special so that mm -hmm. in the christmas season those books come out and they are a special read that you only read during christmas time so i i would definitely recommend just stay and really who wants to read books about elves in july no one well maybe my four-year-old which is why the christmas books go and get put away because i don't exactly. want to read books about elves in july <laughs> not especially yeah <laughs> i want to go and work in the garden in july and talk about right. christmas <laughs> <laughs> another one you can do is family game night christmas style you can find a lot of games online that are Chris, like more Christmas oriented, but you can also just fill a little bit of your time with games. How often do you spend time in the middle of the day with your kids? And I don't know. I, I really like to play games. So I'm kind of the one that's getting out games and being like, let's play this with the kids. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. <laughs> Another fun one to do, although honestly, Lauren should say this because it's her kids who like to do this, not mine, <laughs> but uh, go Christmas caroling. Um, this is honestly nothing that's ever appealed to my family. So Lauren should talk about this. <laughs> well, last year we did uh, Christmas caroling with a group, one of the kids uh, activity groups or whatever, did Christmas caroling. And actually, my daughter's ballet group does their ballet performance at a nursing home. And, you know, it's really fun to get out there and interact with the community a little bit. And this year, the kids asked if we could do caroling to the neighbors. <laughs> and I don't know. I can't say no. They sound so nice singing. <laughs> We'll you see what the neighbors say. Do I'll, that. I'll, I'll keep you guys surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Another fun December activity that a lot of people maybe don't think about would be outdoor adventures. If you happen to live close to a nature trail or near a, a park or anything like that, you know, you might think to visit these places in the summertime and go hiking and all this other stuff, but in the winter time, it's a completely different walk. First of all, it's cold, uh, so mm -hmm. just warmly. But in addition to that, the things that you will see in the winter time are going to be completely different than the things you're going to see during the summer. And honestly, you might see more animal evidence, if not animals themselves, in the winter time because a, a lot of furred animals are more likely to be active when it's cooler out maybe not bears they hibernate but a lot of animals are more active when it's cooler out so you might actually see some animals that you wouldn't have seen in the summertime so definitely 
try and get outside and enjoy nature a little bit more. And the fresh air is is good for everybody and excellent for burning off energy and getting to spend some quality time together. Yeah, definitely. This is a great time of year to look around at some places where you can donate some things. It's it's honestly for us it's a little bit easier finding that kind of thing through the church and also through the kids activities. A lot of their activities will will sponsor a child for Christmas. In fact, two of my kids activities do a lot of sponsorship like that. So all you have to do is pay attention to their schedule and make sure and turn the stuff in in time and do those donations. It's really great for the kids to see Mm -hmm. you taking that special care to make sure some kid somewhere gets, get some things that they want. And, and it's all gotten so high tech these days. Families, will turn in a a list of things that they need like on Amazon and you just go on there and pick out something that you, you know, feel compelled to get them and send it along. So, I mean, it's not very hard is my point <laughs> and it's just it's nice. Yep, it is. And other volunteer opportunities would include your local food bank or some other local charity everybody's looking for help this time of year because you know it's so hard to find good help and it's it's even harder to find good help when everyone is so busy so i'm sure that most people in their area have a charitable organization that needs help in december um yeah uh, another good one would be a holiday scavenger hunt there are lists all over the internet about I'm sorry, there are scavenger hunt lists all over the internet. And if you put in a Christmas-themed scavenger hunt, I'm sure that you would find what one would pop up uh, that you could do for your house or your neighborhood. You could always hide small treats or clues and leading to a bigger surprise. Honestly, my family hasn't done this before, but it would be a fun one to try. Maybe we'll do that this year. I think I think it would be really fun to do with the neighbors, like get them involved again. <laughs> I feel like I've already said that in this episode, but um, yeah, that I think that would be really fun. I and you know, especially if you have older neighbors whose kids have moved out, they love interact like they love interacting with the kids seeing Mm -hmm. them and, you know, looking for stuff like that. So it's part of the reason why we bring cookies and, you know, have that little chat with our friends and neighbors. It's fun and nice. Something my family does every single year is we cut our own Christmas tree. We, there are several farms, tree farms around our area. Some of them do more or better stuff than others. And so it's all about what we have time for on a given year. This year, we went to our favorite place that has little crafts that the kids can make after you cut your tree and a hot cocoa bar. And just, it, they really try to make it fun. This one also has goats that you can feed, which my, my girls loved this year. They had extra, the, the, the trimmings off of the, the Christmas trees you can feed to the goats. And the goats were happy, and so were the girls. Extra points 
if you have something yummy sitting in your crock pot for when you get home, your house will smell amazing and you won't have to worry about dinner. So you can just spend the entire day decorating your house and really getting to spend quality family time together. We are all about making memories that your kids will take into adulthood with them. I, I know for Lauren and I, there were things that our families, our family did when we were kids that we still remember and we have taken into our own families and do it. And so I, I think that's so special for parents to be intentional and mm -hmm. make memories with their kids and with the intention of this is something my kids will remember and you know think back on fondly and want to do with their own kids i i just think it's so special we hope you guys have enjoyed these few ideas that we have for ways to spend time with the kids during the month of december if you have any ideas you'd like to share leave them in the comments for this episode or on our website or on social media until next time. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.